Hello, <laughs> you're listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town. Are we recording? We yeah. sure are. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, small town America. I'm Kelsey. Whatever. I'm Megan. It's, there's ghosts. Boo. <laughs> i decided to catch megan off guard because she wanted to keep sassing me about recording i did you're just sitting there like staring into the void i want to dissociate every now and then leave me alone now's not the time okay well maybe next time maybe when i'm mowing the lawn later because it's still daylight out while we're recording which is honestly it's not a hard it's, feat anymore say, it's harder to do <laughs> it's harder to do because it doesn't get dark till like 9 30 so if we are recording when it's dark we've really done something wrong mm, yeah so i never i don't want to record that late i'm still proud of us stop yawning but- i'm yawning too i know we should have like <laughs> taken energy drinks shots something i know man no i'm tired i've made you watch an episode of letter kenny it was good it was fine thank <laughs> oh but i hear a but no there's that. not a but really i just have to get to know the characters like i let you watch uh i think you should leave mm-hmm. and what do you think it's, it's all right it's sketch comedy that's See? <laughs> I, I, I chuckled at some spots there i don't know my friend is in love with that guy by the way like the main character you sure about that <laughs> exactly that was our i think that was someone's exact response so she's like i like him but she also is attracted to walter white in breaking bad not the young uh, guy the, the the teacher i've not watched breaking bad but yeah but i know, you know what you're talking about yeah so nobody trusts her taste in men so. <laughs> this is fair this is true well anyway hi yeah hello hi we'll just get it it's so weird we're not gonna babble for 10 minutes you there's guys are nothing, welcome there's nothing to babble about the people who skip our first 10 minutes are like what i know you're <laughs> like how are you already talking about this place <laughs> this can't be happening it is guess which, what which which place is it we're in south carolina and i had a little uh lapse of the alphabet last time i don't know because <laughs> i was like carolina's north comes first and then south not thinking we had already done the ends for north Mm, i finally got it after we stopped recording it's fine (laughs) well anyway we're in good old charleston yay i know and that's definitely not a small town um no it's not but truthfully it's not as big as i thought or it's smaller than i thought it was gonna be okay i don't Um, know maybe i just have high hopes for charleston i have i I panicked a little bit at the Stars episode. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have any of the history. It's because it's not me. Oh yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to say there's like 200,000 people in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Is that close? No. Oh, okay. Yes, but no. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, in the 200,000s. Yeah. Charleston, South Carolina. Information coming from datausa.io, our new favorite place. Because now I get to see which uh, states and stuff I don't like. Uh, this is one of them. Okay, I don't dislike South Carolina, uh, but your U.S. Senator is, in fact, Lindsey Graham. And I'm not going to oh. go down that rabbit hole. Just know literally one of the most evil human beings in the world. That's all. Like, the most literally zero uh, compassion. compassion for literally anybody but themselves. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, they look, probably I, hate I, themselves I used too. the they, them pronoun for them. They would have shit oh. themselves they would have <laughs> really had a panic attack sorry Lin- with a name like Lindsay, what do you expect you old fart jesus <laughs> no. uh anyway and tim scott 
whoever that is. <laughs> Hi, Tim. Hello, Tim. I'm sure you're not as bad. One can only hope. Literally, it doesn't take much. Right. Uh, okay, so what? Nothing. Oh, you're just staring. Nothing? Not a thing. I'm disassociated. Okay, so stop Goodbye. it. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, well, the <laughs> Okay, granted, the theme that we've noticed is, like, the numbers that we're getting from Data USA are the 2020 numbers, which I think is odd. I don't know why they're um, not more. Maybe, like, the real census happens, like, every four years or something. Maybe. With, like, every the, with the election or something. Right. So, the 2020 population is actually 137,041. Wow. As of 2020. So, it probably is closer... It's probably risen since then, but... Like in the 140s, maybe? Yeah, I expected it to be a lot higher. So did I. Hmm. Uh, the median age there is actually... Well, now it's about on par. 35.3. Okay. So a little younger. Uh, the poverty rate, 12.6, which for 2020, I think, was above average. For that population size, that's pretty good. For the Yes, for the population size, but it was, at the time, above national average that would now be below so who knows what it is right and uh, the median household this is we this is we love this part because you get to see what people average make in the average home that they're expected to buy <laughs> yeah so the median household income is seventy two thousand seventy one dollars okay. so i think less than average because mm, it's in the 80s right i don't know now Lord, i don't even know anymore uh, but the median... And these are 2020 numbers, so we... It, who's to... Who's Whatever, to I don't care anymore. Uh, the 2020 populate... Sorry, property value is... Any guesses? Is it in the 400s? No. No, it's not. It's higher? That. No. Oh, phew, okay. Uh, 349,000. Well, I was... Pretty close. Yeah, gosh darn. $349,000 you're expected to buy with $72,000 household. Not personal, not individual household income. All right, that's... They assume you and a partner, if not more people in your house. Yeah. So wait, employed... Po I was like, what is this? <laughs> the employed population apparently is 74267 So a little more than half of their whole population. Okay. Well, there's could be retired people in there, children, you know, that that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. This, I'm still getting used to this website. So the population, blah, blah, blah. I already read all of that. Uh, I guess the household income grew from 68000 to 72000 between 2019 and 2020. So probably mm, went dang. up more. All right. In uh, one year. The five largest ethnic groups in Charleston, South Carolina are... Maybe to be expected, 71.1, sorry, 71.4% white, 20.7% mm -hmm. uh, black or African American, 2.48% uh, Hispanic, 2.08% uh, <laughs> Asian, and two or more uh, is 1.69%. Okay. Yeah, I'm not surprised by those numbers. Yeah, and I don't know, really, I feel like we don't really pull much else from mm -hmm. this website that's, that's i don't that's the uh that's the gist of it right don't want to spend too much time on the city we want to know about where we're going yes which where we're going today is uh the old charleston <laughs> well okay it's either the old charleston jail or the old city jail depending yeah. i've on seen what both. you're reading which yay another jail i don't know why we like jails i know i'm excited I'm i just i've had we've had good luck with every jail we've been to or talked about I don't know. I mean, it's easier when we've been there. Yeah. Uh, some of the craziest stuff has happened in jails. Like, huh. Do you, do you like your segment or do you, are you 
expecting a lot from this? Um, I am because I we mean, never asked this. Now I'm curious. Like, what do you expect knowing your half? I'm curious about the spirits because there's one in particular that I'm sure. Of course, that's I think everybody <laughs> expects this one spirit uh-huh. to stand out for reasons that you'll understand in a moment. And I just wonder how they are portrayed. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I know they're going to be the prominent one, though. I can already tell they're going to be the prominent one. Okay. And I've that's got, fine. I got some stories for you. Okay. Well, they and they could be plural. It depends. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 I so, get yes. what you're picking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really ask me that question because I know the spirits. I think that's a good thing to ask. Let's do that going forward. I like that. That felt good. <laughs> do I expect this to be... Hmm... It's making changes. I've been, I don't know, you guys, I hit some weird stride sometime <laughs> in the last 24 hours that I'm like, I'm going to get so much stuff done and I've been working on things and I, the gears and are part turning. Of, and part of the working is trying to get me on that train because I just, depression is real, guys. I have no motivation <laughs> for anything. And I don't know, do I talk to a doctor about chronic fatigue? Because she has it. Like there's Probably. never a moment where I'm not tired. Probably. But anyway, this isn't therapy, is it? Oh, no. I'm, I'm very energized. <laughs> I have a lot of ideas. I'm very excited. I hope things get moving. For, I'm not going to waste time talking about it now, but... Yes, no, I know. The gears are turning. Yeah. Maybe if I... We'll work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to talk history, ladies and gentlemen, and others. Not they don't use. I'd rather you call me a slur. Oh, no, God. The, I've seen that. No, because there's a, yeah, there's a TikTok sound that's like for non-binary people. They call them ladies and gentle thems. And <laughs> someone's like, I would rather you call me a slur. Like that's, <laughs> don't do that. Oh, you don't want the ladies? No. <laughs> I think I've said that maybe twice ever. Uh, no, a couple times, a handful of times. You say it ironically, but it's going to become unironic if you don't nip it in the bud. Oh, I've not used it in a while. Okay. No, I definitely that like it was a fad. It's it, gone. Yeah, it was a phase. It'll pass. Oh, I was talking. I thought you were talking about TikTok. This guy was. Um, there's a filter that it determines what job you should be doing based off what you look like, and he's saying like, I don't know. I want to be something cool, like a stripper, or a sex worker. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that's not. I don't know if that's one and the same. I think stripper, you can just say stripper. Yeah, stripper's a stripper. I, sex right. worker's different, yeah. Right, right. That's different. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to feel really stupid if I'm wrong. I should know ignorance, these things. Ignorance, y'all. Ignorance. Yay. Anyway, but he's like, I want something really cool. I want something exotic. And then it pops up, and he's obviously in like some type of semi-trailer truck, whatever. Uh, he's some type of truck driver. And it pops up, and it says police officer. He goes, I'd rather you call me a slur. And just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, dang. I mean, I would be horrified if that's what it told me i should be i'll be like try again <laughs> nay nay not me <laughs> absolutely not do you see the do you see the nose rings do you see the i did it and it said army and i went oh what <laughs> oh my gosh well, i don't want to my just round body Shut i was up. like no <laughs> i don't want to know okay well speaking of speaking of cops and slurs and whatever uh the old jail yes the old jail and the old charleston jail uh, so I'm getting my information. I'm kind of tag teaming between Wikipedia and then this website called ghostcitytours.com because mm-hmm. they both kind of, they gave a lot of the same information, but one goes into a little more detail about just the jail than the other. Surprise, it's uh, Wikipedia. Okay. So let me see 
what we have here. I was I had it in my mind which I was going to read first. Let me just jump to Wikipedia. That'll be easier, I think. <clears throat> the old Charleston jail is a site of historical and architecto architectural significance in Charleston, South Carolina. Operational between 1802 and 1939. Wow. Yeah, because the Ghost City Tours website did not say that. Mm-hmm. So it's been a thing for over 200 years. That's intense. Mm-hmm. It held many notable figures, among them Denmark Vesey, Union officers during the Civil War, high seas pirates, and Lavinia Fisher. Mm. Which I hear the name Lavinia, and all I think of is Downton Abbey. Such a good show. Oh, not seen that either. <laughs> Honestly, I'm invested, I'll be honest. Okay. <laughs> okay, while it has become a popular tourist destination in recent years, it remains one of the most notable historic sites in Charleston that has not been the target of a comprehensive preservation and or renovation effort. It is also commonly referred to as the Old City Jail by the people of Charleston. Okay, so it's just chilling there. No one's trying to fix it. Yes. But they're also not trying to tear it down. So actually, I like... So it says... I think it acted as a prison from 1802. Yeah. Okay, so I lied. GhostCityTours.com also does say 1802, but it goes a little bit further than that, according to the history as a building. Mm. Uh, the old Charleston jail was originally located on a four-acre parcel set aside for public use in 1680. Beg pardon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my goodness. At the time of Charleston's earliest settlement, clearly. Operating as the Charleston County Jail from 1802 until 1939, it housed Charleston's most fam- infamous criminals and federal prisoners of war during the Civil War. When the jail was constructed in 1802, it consisted of four t- stories topped with a two-story octagonal tower. Charleston architects Barbot and... C- Why? Is it supposed <laughs> to be like Barbo, uh, Barbot and Seal? They're not spelled even kind sure. of how you would expect. Except maybe Barbot. Uh, we're responsible for 1855 alterations to the building, including a rear octagonal wing because you can never have too many, expansions to the main building, and the Romanesque revival details. Yeah. All right, we love it. Yes, this octagonal wing replaced a fireproof ring wing with individual cells designed by Robert Mills in 1822, five years earlier than his notable fireproof building. The 1886 earthquake badly damaged the tower and top story of the main building, and these were subsequently removed. Wow. Rip. I know, they did all that work, and then, what was it, 60 years later? Gone. The old jail housed a great variety of inmates, John and Lavinia Fisher, and other members of their gang, convicted of highway robbery in the Charleston Neck region, were imprisoned here in 1819 to 1820. Some of the last 19th century high seas pirates were jailed here in 1822 while they awaited hanging. The jail was active after the discovery of Denmark Vesey's planned slave revolt. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, I did. Come you know, I this. did forget about this person. I feel like they are probably a pretty vengeful spirit. Possibly. possibly. Oh, no. <laughs> Although the main trials were held elsewhere, four white men convicted of supporting the 1822 plot were imprisoned here. Tradition holds that Vesey spent his last days in the tower before being hanged, although no extent extant document indicates this. Well, don't worry, man. <laughs> I don't know. William Moultrie, general during the American American Revolutionary and later governor of so- South Carolina, allegedly spent a short time in debtor's prison at the jail. 
During the Civil War, Confederate and federal prisoners are of war were incarcerated here. Most notably were numerous African-American soldiers of the 54th Massachusetts Regiment captured after their assault on Fort Wagner in July 1863. <laughs> it is one of more than 1,400 historically significant buildings within the Charleston Old and Historic District. In 1965, the city zoning board approved its use as a museum and gift store. Oh, nice. It's just, what an interesting place. Like, I know people were hanged here and murderers and blah, blah, blah. Let's mm -hmm. sell knickknacks. <laughs> yes. So, do you get into any more about the people who stayed there? I do, yes. Okay, then I That's, will hush. Oh, yeah, it's okay. I'm trying to decide, uh, do I want to do the modern history I mean, I could, I guess, can I blaze through it? Let's blaze through it. Okay. This is the modern history of the jail, and then I'll get into the people. After its decommissioning in 1939, Old Charleston Jail, along with the Robert Mills-designed Mariner's Hospital and other land, became the property of Housing Authority of the City of Charleston to allow for the development of the Robert Mills Manor Public Housing Project. Goodness. Ooh. The jail was generally unused during the Housing Authority's 61 years of ownership. It remains the largest unrestored property in the city of Charleston's historic district. So they've tried very hard to not touch this building, surprisingly. Weird. Okay. In 2000, the American College of the Building Arts acquired the old Charleston jail for use as its campus and headquarters. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Inspired by legendary Charleston master artisan Philip Simmons, the college was established in 1998 to train craftsmen in building preservation, the need for which had become evident in 1989 when Hurricane Hugo swept through Charleston and severely damaged many of the city's historic structures. Well, see, now that feels almost like an internship. Like, they're going, they've, they've used this building as housing to tr teach craftsmen like, how to preserve buildings, and they're like, now practice on this one, uh -huh. free labor. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It kind of gives me that That's vibe. what internships are, mostly. <laughs> it's rough. Upon acquiring the old Charleston jail, the ACBA completed an emergency stabilization program to preserve the original jail facilities, most of which remain intact. The program consisted of multiple inter in what interventions of a period of several years, the largest being structural steel towers that con were constructed inside the main cell block, the oldest existing portion of the building, and bolted to the surrounding walls to arrest the deterioration of the masonry structure. Today, the Old City Jail is an official Save America's Treasures project of the National Trust for Historic Preservation in the White House Millennium Council. Oh, <laughs> sorry. It's a, like, these names are so long. Like, maybe considered not doing right. that just a little more on this the american college of the building arts or acba moved out of the jail in the summer of 2016 to a new location at 649 meeting street in december 2016 the old charleston jail was sold to old city jail llc a partnership controlled by mount pleasant based real estate company landmark enterprises Landmark is currently planning a major renovation and historic uh. preservation effort for the building and property and do we know when this was written? Um, no. Let me see if... Do they leave notes like that on Wikipedia? Oh, you'd no. probably have to click on where it got its source and... Oh, yeah. I don't care. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, the building has several issues that need to be addressed. E Over 70% of the stucco is damaged, and a fair number of the granite windowsills need to be repaired. Additionally, a new staircase and elevator need to be added. Elevator. 
I guess <laughs> so. All right. Uh, and then it just says tours of the jail have been available since 2003. The jail has become popular with tourists as well as on television. It's been featured in a variety of television shows, including Travel Channel, Food Network, Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, Ghost Brothers, and BuzzFeed Unsolved. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So I had mentioned uh, some of the inmates that were kept there. Let's let's talk about them, shall we? Let's. This is GhostCityTours.com, inmates of the old Charleston jail. The old jail was home to a great number of Charleston's most notable inmates from 19th century pirates, pirates to Civil War people to blah, blah, blah. But who we <laughs> want to talk about really is Lavinia Fisher, the most, right. perhaps the most infamous, as she is considered to be the country's first female serial killer. Uh-huh. But I an have actu- to sneeze. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. It but went it, away. I, all I had to do was say it, and it's gone. <laughs> I feel like I've heard a couple people say, like, supposedly the first female ser- serial killer, like, you all can do timelines. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but in actuality, she is just the first to be recognized for this ominous distinction. Well, okay. I'll let you read about her and see what you get into, but go ahead. And oh, then, okay. I, then yeah, we'll, I'll see. We'll okay. See. Lavinia Fisher. Little information is actually known about Lavinia's backstory, but it is believed that she had lived in America for most of her life. What is known for certain is that she went on to marry a man by the name of John Fisher. Lavinia and John became notorious after their arrest and conviction. Though there is some debate about whether or not Lavinia was a killer or just an accessory to the murders committed. However, the most common belief to date is that she was not only a killer, but a savage one at that. Okay. Murders at the Six Mile Wayfarer House. This is now about their crimes. Mm -hmm. Lavinia and her husband, John, were owners at the Charleston Inn, the Six Mile Wayfarer House, a reference to the hotel's location as it was situated six miles north of the city of Charleston. During their era of managing the Six Mile Wayfarer House in the early part of the 19th century, reports of guests disappearing commonly made their way to the sheriff. But despite these complaints, no action against the couple was taken at first, as Lavinia and John were popular and highly regarded amongst most locals. If they nice. if they weren't, then they disappeared. It's fine. Yeah, what else? Uh, but the Fisher's status didn't stop the stories from coming out. Rumors of how Lavinia would in- invite traveling businessmen to the inn for dinner, and then would proceed to ask the individual question the individual's questions regarding their jobs, to ascertain how much money they had on their person. After dinner, Lavinia would give the traveler a cup of tea, spiked with poison. Nice. (laughs) Once the traveler drank the tea and retired to their room for the night, Lavinia's husband would enter the room where he would stab the person in their weakened state, then steal all of their belongings, later disposing of the body. In alternate and more Sweeney Todd-esque tales, (laughs) has Lavinia taking up a larger role in the murders. In this telling, Lavinia would give the travelers a cup of tea made only to send the recipients into a deep sleep. She got mm-hmm. that, uh, what is that nasty smelling stuff that Maddie puts in her tea? Oh. It's like tamarind. Oh, I have no I don't know, idea. It's, I said that and someone's gonna be like, you idiot. <laughs> but what, I, oh, it's, um, valerian root. Stinky. Okay. It's so stinky. But it makes you sleep, apparently. Uh, once the traveler had passed out on the bed for the night, Lavinia would pull a special lever that would cause the bed to collapse, dropping the traveler into a pit filled with spikes. Mmm. <laughs> Sensationalized rumors of the time have made it virtually impossible in deducing what is fact and what is fiction when it comes to the Fishers and their activity at the Six Mile Wayfarer house, but there are some eyewitness accounts. Okay. Let's talk about those. 
During the height of the Fishers' criminal activity, vigilantes arrived from Charleston to clean up the Fishers' neighborhood of crime. The Fishers were able to keep a low profile with the wild vigilante group was around. After some time, the group believed they had sufficiently dealt with the gang and returned back to the city. But one of the, mem- <laughs> one of the members of the vigilante group was left behind to watch over the neighborhood. This young man was David Ross. I don't know why I'm starting to read it like a news reporter. I <laughs> The following morning... Back to you, Tom. <laughs> I know. The following morning, Ross was taken captive and brought before the gang. Ross... T- <laughs> Ross terrified, he looked to Lavinia for help, a futile plea, as she reportedly choked Ross and then threw him headfirst through a window. Oh, it escalated really fast. Somehow, Ross was able to escape the gang and fled back to Charleston where he contacted the authorities. Another eyewitness, rather living witness, uh, was a man by the name of John Peoples. Peoples. But like P-E-E-P. Okay. <laughs> Peoples. Uh, had stumbled upon the Fishers Inn and asked Lavinia for a room. She informed him that she did not believe that they had any vacancies, but invited him in and ordered him a cup of tea. Oh, boy. Peoples accepted. I love his name. Uh, However, not being a fan of the tea, he dumped out his cup when Lavinia wasn't looking. looking, It was the Valerian root. Nasty. (laughs) Believing he had drunk the tea, Lavinia began to ask him questions about his dealings, sticking to her usual routine. After finding out that Peoples was a man of wealth, she suddenly told him that there was a free room after all. Amazing. A miracle. Wow. Peoples became very alarmed during his conversation with Lavinia, but accepted the room anyway. Still wary, Peoples decided to rest in the room's chair instead of the bed itself. Shortly after he had drifted off to sleep, he awoke to the sound of the bed collapsing, taking notice of the fissures in action. Peoples immediately jumped out of the room's window, made his way to Charleston, where he informed the authorities. So, like... Well, hold on. With the accounts of Ross and Peoples, the police were able to imprison the Fishers and their gang. And a burp. I can't have an episode without one. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, so you're telling me they just walked in and they collapsed the bed and they're like, they didn't even look to see if he was there? Hey. <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, if he hadn't even slept in the bed, would the covers have been jostled? Like, it would be I, dumb. I don't dumb. know. The Fishers' final days. I feel like. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Okay. The Fishers were taken to the old jail where they awaited tri- trial. The two were sentenced to hang for their crimes. As the execution date neared, John began to search for penance with the help of the minister, Reverend Richard Furman. However, Lavinia did not seem to care about atoning for her sins. While her husband pleaded for forgiveness as his final moments approached, Lavinia used her last minute to mock the crowd that came out to see her hang. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it she taunted them by saying, if you have a message you want to send to hell, give it to me and I'll carry it. Yeah. And I mean, like, if you're going to sit there and watch, like, speculate on people being hanged, mm-hmm. there's a line. <laughs> there's a line with the being interested in this dark stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't go to an execution. Sorry, I think that's my line. I think. Oh, no. Here we go. Um, I think it depends on who, what I am to the situation. If I was just invited to an execution and I knew nothing about the victim or the, the murderer or whatever, or whatever they did. I assume murder if they're being well, executed. Well, yeah. Um, I'd be like, no, that's weird. So you would rather be someone you knew? If they had done something, killed a family member of mine. Okay, well, I'm, I, you made it sound like if our sister had done it and they were going to execute her, you're like, well, I guess I got to go. I know her. 
Like, uh, did you I get mean, my text? <laughs> as she's going, no, no, I'm what saying are your like, last words. Do you get my text? My, I would watch. I I say this. I'll hopefully never ever have to make this decision. But if they had killed someone in my family, I feel like I'm one of those people. It's like I want to see justice done. Whatever yes. that justice may be, not that necessarily execution. We're going down a whole rabbit hole here, but it, let's just say they are being executed, and I'm invited. I'd be like, yeah, maybe I'll take a peek. I feel like I would rather go if it was a random person that I had no ties to. Just to, I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. I heard a horror story about an execution, uh-huh. electric chair execution, in a podcast I was listening to recently, and not to get way too deep into it, uh, but the man was innocent. And someone, the person who actually committed the crime was confessing and they're like, eh, but we already have a guy. And oh, he no. kept, he confessed multiple times and they're like, well, your story's a little bit different this time with truth, which truthfully, as we all know, probably, uh, that kind of hints at truthfulness because it's not a rehearsed story that every detail is the same. Right, right. Uh, but anyway, they're like, yeah, we don't really care. We're going to execute this guy anyway. So they electrocuted him. Um... They said it was like one of the darkest electric chair executions. Um, it's actually what kicked off the uh, abolition of, or to abolish the electric chair in this state. I, I think it's Florida, actually. Oh, no. All, so you know how bad it had to be if Florida was like, okay, let's not do the electric chair anymore. Yeah. Um, because people, it made them like ill. Oh, One no. witness like reported having nightmares after that like he regularly had nightmares and he said he would jump and start like panicking uh when his be when his refrigerator would start humming oh god mm-hmm. because it would remind him the humming sound of a refrigerator and then the other quote really quick for all of those i mean i feel like if we're here for spooky stuff we're all in the same kind of like dark yeah, uh, stuff macabre thing yeah the, the quick comment was other people quoted seeing um the reason why it was so horrific is they quoted seeing six inch flames come out of his head from the malfunction ah oh and they no. had to electrocute him three times jesus so That's... you know what maybe no on the death penalty it doesn't cost less to house prisoners i'm sorry and if there's any any chance that there is if there's any chance that the person is not guilty why take that chance it's just not i don't know no death penalty sorry that's where i am i used to be i actually used to want it for a long time i thought it was and the more i've researched the more i have taught myself about it it's weird if you actually learn things you Mm -hmm. learn there really is no benefits to it other than making more room in prisons for more innocent people and for petty crimes like drugs. True. But I mean, here's the thing. If you have someone who you have eyewitnesses to a murder, you know, it. they know without a shadow of doubt it was committed. The person is saying, yes, I did it. Uh, they're an evil monster. That's just like, no, it sucks because you want to see justice done. You would still let them sit in jail and just chill instead of be executed. I feel like you can't make exceptions. Yeah. I don't know. You, I would love to see justice done for people like the scum of the earth, but like, I don't think it can. I mean, I not that we should. need to have executions 
they don't I don't know how often they actually happen. I guess I need to see how many executions happen in well, the United States a, lot a year. happened uh, right at the end of 2020 because someone decided they might actually get out of office and they're like, "Uh oh, and they like uh, expedited a bunch of executions. I thought that they pardoned no, no. a lot of people. No, he expedited executions. I think like six people were executed. There were some pardons, though. I do remember that. There was an influx of like back to back to back for a second. And yeah, well, he also killed a lot of people. So. Oh, what I'm a- not saying. I, what? A, you know what? Another time, <laughs> another episode. I know. That's not why we're here. Tr- listen, I could go down a rabbit hole. I could. Not mm-hmm. even about not even about the political stuff or about the, you know, picking sides about crime stuff but oh yeah another time another place after the rope cracked (laughs) lavinia was buried in the old jail cemetery to this very day many claim the ghost of lavinia still haunts the old jail with sightings coming about from both locals and tourists alike uh other ghosts uh it talks about other ghosts of the old jail the prison is believed to be haunted by the ghost of inmates who died during their incarceration lost souls lingering and lurking around every corner spirits of not only murderers and pirates but of the wrongfully convicted prisoners and of war and slaves. Some of the occurrences that go on at Old Jail today include your run-of-the-mill hauntings, objects that seemingly move on their own, disembodied voices, ghostly whispers emanating out of thin air, sorry, (laughs) and the ever-prosaic slamming doors. So I'm not going to read the rest because I don't know if you're going to get into it. Probably. Yeah, so I'm (laughs) going to stop there. Yeah, speaking of the yeah, because it talked about wrongfully convicted prisoners, blah, 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 all that, spirits. There was that, uh, what's it, Devi? Vessi? Vessi. Vessi. Was it Vessi, I thought? <laughs> yeah, it was Vessi was, I mm-hmm. mean, they were, what, um, executed for planning a slave revolt, along with four white men who were for getting rid of slavery, so silly them. Yeah, do you know the details of that revolt? No. The idea, his plan was these were all uh, slaves that they were going to storm their old owners' homes mm-hmm. and execute them. That was Can the revolt. Can you blame them no, for I, feeling that way? Right. And yes, that is not okay. You know, that's... It's the same conversation we just had, but yeah. like not scripted by the government i don't know right they're doing they're taking the and i don't know anyway i'm not gonna get into it but yeah it's they were gonna go into the owner's homes and execute them that was the revolt they were planning so i mean no don't do that either Mm -hmm. but like they're mad about something that was really bad yeah anyway some would say the worst (laughs) the worst one of the worst things you could do yes well, anyway, that's what I have on the history of the old Charleston jail slash slash old city jail. One of these days, I'm going to start taking speech classes. What in the world? Mm, <laughs> Get on this. it. You did. I wasn't. Hey. Oh. Not like that. <laughs> okay. I had an impediment. I'm fine now. I'm grown. <laughs> I can talk right. Anyway. Um, Good thing I fixed it, too. Otherwise, I could talk white. Am I white? Right. Oh, oh. <laughs> it was my R sound like W's. That's the joke. Yeah. Okay. Yes, my eyes itch. We'll Ugh. stop. I haven't blinked in several minutes. Not. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. My eyes are just tired. Okay. Uh, I do have more information on Lavinia. Just because there are 
a lot of contradicting accounts of what actually happened. There are some that say Lavinia didn't kill anybody. They were just robbers and they would steal people's things from their bed and breakfast. Yeah, and they had like a whole gang doing it, I think. Something yeah, like and that. They said like that she had killed tens of people and then it was hundreds of people and the number just kept getting Ain't bigger. Ain't that just the way? <laughs> the her last words I've heard quoted about six different ways. Um what you said was different from what I have. I do have her last last words in my notes. Really? Yes. And what she did at there was another detail but i'll wait i'll get to the end i'll go ahead and just follow my notes let's do that okay okay <laughs> let's start with you know what let's just go how i wrote it whatever i wanted to fancy Why it up not? and yeah church it up. up i went to youtube i like youtube i don't know i feel i like I'm to a visual see things person, yes yeah. i'm a visual learner so i found a video from south carolina etv and the title of the video was The Ghost of Charleston's Old City Jail. On the nose. So there's uh, this one. It must have been on, I mean, it says ETV, so it's some station, whatever. But they're interviewing people who have something to do with the jail. And the first guy they're interviewing is Simeon Warren. And I'm not really sure where he's from, but he has a weird accent. Okay. It's European of sorts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, that has nothing to do with nothing. But he did work at the jail at one point. And he said one night he had to close the jail himself. And he went to close a door behind him. And it felt like somebody pushed him out of the door. Okay. Which we've gotten that before. Mm-hmm. A lot of ghosts are like, get out. Anyway, he talked to someone 10 years later. 10 years later after this incident. And there is a company, I guess I should mention, there's a company called Bulldog Tours, and they do ghost and history tours of places around Charleston, one of them being the city jail. And he was talking to someone uh, 10 years after this incident, someone with Bulldog Tours and telling them that he had an experience in one of the rooms. He didn't really say what, he was just like, oh... I don't like to go in that room. I worked here a long time ago. I had an experience in there. And they said, oh, yeah, we've heard there's a spirit in there that likes to push people. And he was like, do tell. Well, well, well. <laughs> Wouldn't you know? So he tells them that story. So it kind of corroborates what he said or what happened to him. Now, there's another guy they interview. It's actually the founder of Bulldog Tours. His name is John Laverne, I believe. Okay. And he said he's not really sure how many spirits are in the jail exactly. It's hard to tell. But you mentioned in the history that they had es- essentially interns, people doing reconstruction within the building. And uh, they would be sawing stuff, cutting wood, whatever. There would be sawdust and dirt all over the floor, sometimes inches thick by the end of the day mm-hmm. when they were done. And when they would leave for the day... And then come back in the next morning, they said that they would see hundreds of footsteps in the sawdust. That's yucky. Mm-hmm. I don't like we're I'm assuming then like different footprints, different sizes, some shoes, some trends, not yeah. shoes. They almost look like like bare footprints. Yucky. Yeah. Hundreds of them in the sawdust after they left for the day. No. So one of the. You, we talked about the ghost, the probably the most famous spirit that is lingering there is of Lavinia Fisher. And 
I got into some of because I wondered if you were going to what your history would be on her. So I had the same history. They had a BNB. They killed people, found guilty and sentenced to death. And she had a request. This is one thing you didn't mention. What I heard in this video is that Lavinia requested that she be hanged in her wedding dress because up until the day of the hanging, she was mocking people and not taking it seriously because she didn't think they would actually hang a woman. They, she thought they would change their mind. Yeah. Especially considering the time because it's the 1800s, 1820s. Right. 1822 maybe. Yeah. So she didn't take any of it seriously. So as one last request, she asked to be hanged in her wedding dress because she really didn't think they were going to hang her. So she shows up on the guillotine in her wedding dress. And I have down her last words as cease. I will have none of it. Save your words for others that want them. If you have a message you want to send to hell, give it to me. I'll carry it. So it sounds like we got the same thing. Cause the she same said, idea. If you have a message you want to send to hell, give it to me and I'll carry it. So I just missed the first chunk. Mm -hmm. But I've also heard if you want to, if you have a message for the devil, I will take it with me. Like it's been worded differently. Right. And she actually... <laughs> They say it, this is the tour guide, the guy who does this. So I don't know where he gets his information from, but he's the founder of this Bulldog Tours. And he says that she actually took the noose and put it around her own neck and tightened it and jumped off herself. Oh. After she said those words, like, if you have a message to send to hell, give it to me. And she tightened the noose and jumped. Yikes. Mm-hmm. What a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then within hours of her execution, inmates who had no knowledge of her or her death, they didn't know this was going on, claimed to start that they saw an image of a lady floating around the walls of the jail within hours of her death. In a wedding dress, I presume? They just, a lady in a dress. Mm. They didn't say a wedding dress, but... So I looked, I did sift through some of the comments on this video because a lot of people had personal experience visiting it and gave some accounts in the comment section. So that's good. Mm -hmm. One of the comments, I didn't put anybody's name, so I can't tell you whatever. Yeah. It's not that deep. One person said, I had an experience here. The tour guide. Oh, I also did write these down verbatim, but there were some that I had to correct yeah. just for clarification yeah. and for whatever. So this person said, I had an experience here. The tour guide was talking about how guards used to burn the inmates with their cigarettes. Oh. And I heard a man. <laughs> this is I. I'm reading these comments that they wrote. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. No, it's okay. It again. Anyway, they said they heard. I heard a man's voice right in my ear say, don't touch my genitals. <laughs> <laughs> it was the freakiest <laughs> thing ever. And I couldn't decide. I'm like, are they trolling or are I they mean, it's gotta serious? Be, I believe it because what man would say that to a woman? No, just kidding. That's really, that's problematic. But. <laughs> uh, true. Okay. If you think about it, they talk about how the guards were mean and abusive to the inmates. It's very possible that they sexually assaulted the inmates too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would almost guarantee it that it happened it doesn't matter that it's man on man whatever it no, it's a power it, thing yeah is what it is yeah so for some i mean i 
I kept going back and forth on if it was a troll, but that could very well be a um, no. I residual. feel like it's a very. I feel like that's a very don't touch my thing, genitals. A believable thing that could be said, given yeah. that given the environment, right? Another comment said, "I was there in 2007 on a night tour." While guests were listening to the guide, I felt someone putting a hand on my shoulder and felt cold, even though it was a warm spring month. I thought it was my friend, but I saw her elsewhere. I turned around and saw no one, not even beside me. Mm. So <laughs> someone just, I don't know, hanging on her shoulder. <laughs> right. This uh, another one says, I don't really believe in ghosts much, but I took a couple pictures on the tour and one of them was a picture of the old jail. Mm-hmm. Like the outside, I assume. I looked back at it later and saw two... Si- okay, t- I gotta stop prefacing. I'm just gonna read it. I, I took it... I looked back at it later and saw two semi-transparent people staring at me from the entrance. They had a light green glow to them. I slept with the lights on for a week. Mm-hmm. You had me at transparent figures, but then when they're glowing green... You're really gonna doubt that? Given I know our history. I, I know that's why I said I can't believe I poo pooed it, but I was like, come on. <laughs> I know you have to go back to our very first episode. Yeah, the very first one where it was in fact green. It was and the, then red. The, the red and the green. <sighs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't get like my there's always something in my throat. I'm not cut out for public speaking. <clears throat> but uh that is obviously, obviously from uh Doctor Seuss is how the Grinch stole Christmas, featuring Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's version, yes, yes. <laughs> when she's like hitting on him as a child. Yeah. Yucky. Anyway, anyway. yes, I know I poo pooed the green light, the green glow, and I shouldn't. It just seems so. No, it does, cheesy. and I'm sure that I know. I feel like it makes sometimes our stories a little hard to believe, but you know what? That's why we're here. That's why we started in the first place. All right, next comment says, I went there on September 26, 2020. Not too bad. Not too long ago. It said yesterday, but I was like, when did they post this comment? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I had an experience standing outside the jail. My mother said Lavinia Fisher's name very loudly. I I don't know why, (laughs) but as she said it, I had a pain go through my left hand and arm. Oh, no. I don't know. Lavinia Fisher? Like, why is she yelling for her? I don't know. And I don't know why she yelled it like that. (laughs) I don't know. The last comment said, I had two things happen. I took a picture and it was an orb right in front of me. And the other thing is I took a picture and someone was right in front of me, but I was alone. My friend also had someone touch her. So there was a lot of not great wording there but I, it did get me that they said they took a picture and it looked like someone was standing right in front, in of, front them. of them here okay look i like to create scenarios in my head that aren't real and upset myself more than oh, i should here we go yeah no no no, no. i because i i do you ever do the thing where you scare yourself like you yes. think of something scary and then you make it progressively scarier i yes. just did that in that moment because she just said someone was in front of her that's fine for some reason this would creep me out more if i like took a photo and then looked at it and i got like like when you're at a concert or something and someone's in front of you, but you just get their shoulder. Uh-huh. Like if they were so close to you that just like you got their shoulder in the bottom corner or something, uh-huh. like you see shoulder neck and they're just like right there and facing the same direction as you. That's, like, what are you looking at? That's what I picture. And that's why I, I didn't picture that exactly. But I, when I 
pictured the figure in the photo, I pictured them facing away, like you're both staring the same direction as opposed to someone staring at you. Which I do not know why, but a figure staring away from you, they're so encaptured by Uh something else. Like, what are they staring at? Right. I don't know. That scares me more, like, if you would take a picture and they're not facing you. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I guess it depends. The scariest one would be if they're just standing like against a wall or in a corner. I know that's very like Blair Witchy of me. I can't help it. <laughs> I know. Uh, but that's, to- listen, the Blair Witch Project scared me. I don't care. That's true. I'm I just mean, saying. It walked so like literally every other found footage could run. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay, so the next thing I want to cover. Um, uh, okay. There are two things I wanted to cover. I'm trying to decide what I want to say for last. Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm getting no, this. Don't in- do that one. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting this information from Charleston CharlestonTerrors.com. I hate that word. Terror. Anything that has like R's over and over Rural. like that, like Rural. like a sandwich <laughs> that you cook on a grill. I hate that word. A sandwich you cook on beef a- on a bun with lettuce, tomato, ketchup. A burger. You're oh. making me say you big beetle. I don't I even like it. was like you. a special type of sandwich. I was like, no. Roast beef. Uh, no. Achoo. Or a burger. Or like a burger. terror. Horror is a bad one. That one's Horror. not good. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. That one's hard. Okay. Well, tur. <laughs> they said the first ghost the visitors say they see is Lavinia Fisher or the first ghost that gets brought up. No. Of we course. Know. There's going to be overlap. So sorry. Paranormal experts will always bring up her final words before her death. They said, if any of you has a message for the devil, tell me now, for I will be seeing him in a moment. That's, Where? There, there's a lot of uh, ad-libbing there. <laughs> right. There have been multiple sightings of Fisher walking around the old city jail, and paranormal teams even got a recording of her speaking. When they asked her a question, she answered, the devil. Okay, but I don't know what okay. the question is. There have been pictures and videos taken. Who'd you taken- go see? The devil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's pictures and videos taken of her ghost as well. The old city jail is said to be one of the most haunted buildings in Charleston. All right, all right, <laughs> I'll take that. And there are plenty of reasons why. We chatted with a woman who decided to go on a haunted tour of the building. She was very excited because she had never done anything like this before. That's fun. This being your first one, that'd be cool. Yeah. After she talked to us, she said that she will never go on another haunted tour again. Goodness. Well, well. Her story begins at the front door of the jail. Seems to be a hot spot for some reason. Yeah. She was with a dozen or so others who were ready to get their pants scared off them. (laughs) Well, she did. The woman took what she says was hundreds of photos. I mean, believable. It's her first ghost tour and it's a big building. And she didn't see much of the beginning of the tour. She said it was all right, but she was getting bored with the history lesson. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Then she saw something. Dum, dum. Uh. She saw a man walking from one side of the hall to another. When she asked about him, the tour guide told her that it was Mr. Fisher. As the tour began walking further into the jail, the woman felt something tug on her hair. She jumped and asked if anyone had seen anything. No one had, so she kept going about her business. Minutes later, the woman said she felt someone's hands on her neck. We're escalating quickly. Okay, now. yeah. Consent is key. She wasn't able to breathe, and the tour guide thought she was having a cardiac arrest. 
That's okay. Yeah. About after about five minutes, the woman was back to normal. When the tour group asked if she was all right, she told them someone was choking her. She immediately left the jail and ended the tour for herself. There are many tour guides that have reported being manhandled in the jail. Can you, is manhandled okay to say? I feel like I'm as far as I know it is, but it feels odd. It it feels not okay. I've talked about this before. I feel like there are plenty of things that are commonplace that I'm like, why are we still saying that? Master bedroom. Yeah. Why are we doing that? Why? Why? Servant's pantry or whatever they call it. Like, don't. Oh, it yeah. It feels like the. The, uh, oh, poopy. What is it called? I don't know. Things like that. You know what I'm talking about, though. It's like a butler's pantry, but it's, uh, it's like stairs. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, the the tour guides say that they've been uh, manhandled, I guess, I don't know what I'll say, in the jail by ghosts and seen orbs. This building does hold a lot of spirits, and this is why it's our top haunted place in Charleston, South Carolina. So. Yay. Good for them. That was a good one. Now, the last thing I wanted to cover, I did it. I couldn't help myself. I had to watch it. And it's, yes, it's been featured on Ghost Adventures and other Food Network for some reason, but I went for BuzzFeed Unsolved. Unsolved. I had a feeling. <laughs> Listen, I like them. I like them because it doesn't get too campy. You've got the skeptic and you've got the believer. And yeah. I don't know. Yes. So this one was fun. I actually hadn't seen it before. So when I saw it pop up on YouTube, I said, that's cool. So I took a look at it. It's about a half hour long. It's like. 34 35 minutes or something yeah and they also give history and stuff along as they go so i kind of jump back and forth between history and what they're experiencing so they say one of the more active rooms there is uh it doesn't really have a name but it's a room where they would torture inmates oh well of course this tracks with what they said earlier about guards putting out cigarettes on inmates and things like that maybe touching genitals who knows sorry probably uh, people will hold Ouija board sessions in there, and the tour guides believe that there's a portal there. Okay. So, I, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> the tour guides believe that there is an inhuman entity in there. It could have manifested something with all the torture. It's fair. And I all guess. the hatred and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, if you're unfamiliar with BuzzFeed Unsolved, it is two guys. It's Ryan and Shane, and Ryan is the believer and Shane tends to be the skeptic. Yes. Almost yeah. always. He wants like proof, a full proof. body apparition come up and shake his hand and disappear. He wants that before he's going to like call something haunted. So sometimes it gets so frustrating because he will write off anything. And it's like Shane. Yeah. For God's yeah. sakes. I love Shane. He has a very famous phrase that took off in the paranormal world. That's hey there demons. It's me, your boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's Shane. If you've ever heard that, that's where it came from. Yeah. Okay. So Ryan and Shane did a spirit box session in this room. In the torture room. And Shane likes to taunt a lot, being the skeptic. And so he was telling the guards or somebody to come out and talk to him. And he called them cowards. And the spirit box said, true. (laughs) (laughs) And then right after that, they started hearing banging, like somewhere in the distance of the jail. And never really found the source of it. It happens throughout the night. That there's just random bangs in the jail. Yeah. Um, 
So people have said that they've seen a jailer carrying a shotgun. Oh, like an apparition of a jailer. And then he'll disappear into the cells. Creepy. Mm -hmm. People have also said that they'll hear whispering and feel like they're being choked. Ah, Like the lady with the hands on the neck. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I guess there's a wheelchair there, a very specific wheelchair. It's a scary wooden ones with like the wicker seat and the wicker back. Oh, no. It's one of those wheelchairs. Yeah. It's on the third floor. It's an 18th century wheelchair and it's still just chilling there. It's hanging out. Oh, and right. people believe that there is some entity spirit tied to it. So they did a spirit box session by the chair. And they think they think somebody died in the chair, possibly of cholera, something like that. Yeah. So that person's still hanging out with the chair. <laughs> and they also said that there have been reports of the chair turning and bumping into people's legs. Okay, given grave encounters over here. Yeah. So they do a spirit box session here, too. And they Ryan asked, why are they still at the jail? Like, why do you remain here? And the spirit box said, important. Okay. I don't know if they're saying I'm important. Like, itself is important. Yeah. Or there's an important reason they're staying there. I, I don't know. Yeah. And then they asked... Whose jail is this? Whose house is this? And it said, the beast. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then it said, Ryan. Okay, yeah, of course. (laughs) We hate that. Okay, now here's the thing. I did catch some of the stuff. They play it multiple times, which I like, and they slow it down so you can hear it a little bit better. The Ryan one, I don't know. I didn't really hear Ryan. Questionable. Yes, to me it was. So, moving on. There's a ghost kid here. Why wouldn't there be? Of course. Does it have a face at least? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm not sure. But the the child's name they gather is Jeremiah, and he's hanging out in the morgue. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. He's been known... See, but he's a... He's a nice spirit. He's been known to try to hold people's hands. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of playful. He's thrown pebbles at people or he will stick pebbles in people's pockets. I was going to say, if it's shoes, I get that all the time. Nice try. No. There was a person who had their sunglasses knocked off their face by an unknown force in this room. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe he slapped it away. And there have been spirit box sessions done in this room. And they said they picked up not... Ryan and Shane, but someone has done a spirit box session in this room and it's in the morgue. And one of those sessions, they had someone, something ask for morphine Oh, through the, the spirit box. Interesting. So finally they come up on what we've been waiting for. Lavinia's cell. Yay. Mm-hmm. And we have to do a spirit box session here. Yes. They said she can... Or Ryan says he's trying to, you know, ask questions and he tells her, you know, this is your chance. You can clear your name, speak your piece. Uh, Like, do you want to go ahead and speak your piece? And the spirit box said no. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, I mean, I think you said in your notes that Lavinia had no um, intention of repenting or atonement yeah she didn't feel sorry for what she did whatever that crime may be 10 or 100 people whatever she did 
Uh, it kind of seems like that in death. She's still pretty stubborn and has no intention of leaving or saying sorry or admitting guilt. Right. And they asked her husband, they were directing to John now, they asked him, do you want to clear your name? And it said, dead. Yeah, which I mean, maybe he's not really there. Maybe that was somebody else speaking for John because he was... uh, He may not be there. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's dead now. Just of natural causes of whatever. Yeah. But, like, maybe they're just speaking like he's dead and gone. He's not here. Well, and if you have a spirit that doesn't know they're dead, if they're like, John, do you want to speak your piece? And they're like, um, he's dead. Yeah. This is going to be weird for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he was upset about the whole thing and, you know. Yeah, getting caught. Atonement. Yeah. So, um, Ryan starts talking to Lavinia again. He's addressing Lavinia and he says, I'm trying to help you. And the spirit box said, stop. Oh, Lavinia has wants nothing to do with it. Nope. She's there to stay. She has no intention of leaving. Um, I feel like she's probably an angry spirit just in general. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems that way. So, I don't know where Shane got this. Things start going, like, really crazy in the last 10, 15 minutes of this <laughs> this episode. Mm-hmm. Because Shane says he heard that Lavinia liked to seduce men. I mean, I guess, yeah, in, in, in life she did. That's how she kind of... Yeah. She'd come on to these men and at the B&B. And he starts doing, like, a strip tease. Oh, okay. <laughs> And he unbuttons a shirt from the bottom and lifts it up. And he goes, that's my belly button. And starts like smacking his belly button. He goes, it makes a weird noise when you do this. (laughs) I was like, things are getting out Out of of hand. What is happening? Did that do it for her? No, she did not come out. Oh, okay. Anyway, they, to bring it back to seriousness, when they go back later and they're looking at the, the footage that they took because they had static cameras, uh, hanging out in parts of the jail. Yeah. There's one part and I'm going to have to, maybe I can bring it up and show you. Oh Lord. Um, Oh yeah. I was watching trailer park boys. (laughs) Um, So there's a part and it's about 20 minutes into the, into the YouTube video, if you're going to watch it on YouTube, but they catch a figure walking by and it's in the stairwell. It's kind of hard to explain, but they've got their camera set up in a hallway. And then you can see just the bottom part of the stairwell. Okay. Like you can kind of catch a glimpse of the floor below, just like a little triangle. Yeah. If you were to look at a certain angle. I know that's very like specific. No, no it's fine. But uh, I'm going to see BuzzFeed because I really want you to see this moment this moment in time yes what is this place called old city jail yeah (laughs) where are we who are we i don't know north carolina just kidding it's south i know i at least marked like the the time marker so i can get to it so while that's coming up i will say towards the end they split up and explore the jail by themselves okay so ryan goes off shane goes off uh not at the same time it's like one will sit in a room while the other one is investigating and shane shane goes first of course well yeah and he um 
he doesn't really ex- he, there was banging and there actually was at one point where Shane was hanging out in this room and he says okay moving on and he turns to leave the room and there's like a deep voice that comes through his microphone or like a growl after he says that okay I don't know and now I'm almost to the point in the movie here they are being weird okay I think I found it or point in the movie I know I was just gonna let you be old I don't know (laughs) in the the film in this in the okay on the boob tube here. here's a scene okay I'm still stuck in the yeah it's not even it's oh what yes what is it looks like a figure walking by yeah like you're catching the waist area you enough that you yeah. can see legs go, separating so go back what was with the lights though that's what got me at first the lights okay so their static cam is set up it, and it's looking and it looks like they're really far away like you can see legs yeah enough that you can see the legs walking like doop 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 yeah it's weird weird stuff i don't like that so oh, it's that. just a replay. It's like slowing down so you can see it slower and No, slow. I know, but like right when you hit play, the lights did something weird. So I guess that's not what I was looking for. I don't know. No, no. Okay, so he Ryan or uh, Shane gets the deep voice. And then when it's time for Ryan to go investigate by himself, he loses his mind. He is so scared. Yeah, he, he's scared of everything. He hates being alone. And Shane tries to rile him up and he lies when he comes back and he's, he tells him, I'm not going to lie, Ryan. I felt weird. There's, I heard something in there and which he didn't in real time hear anything. So when Ryan goes in there, he starts screaming when he runs into every room because he's afraid to go into the room. He goes, I'm just going to make a lot of noise, which sucks because if they would have how Shane caught something in his mic. Yeah. Ryan may have had something, but you didn't know because he's going ah, through every room. <laughs> he's like, I'm coming. I'm coming to get you. Oh my and gosh. He starts laughing like maniacally and <laughs> loud enough that Shane can hear him in the room that he's hanging out in. Yeah. And Shane stops and he looks around. He's like, Ryan is not going to be the same when he comes back. <laughs> 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 but I recommend watching the that episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved. It's on YouTube. You don't have to have YouTube Red or anything. It's free. So that Yay. was good. Yeah. But that's pretty much all I had. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. I don't know if I if I if it was what you expected. I know I asked you earlier <laughs> in the episode what you were expecting. No, it's fine. I wonder if Lavinia is the way that she is because she's mad. But maybe she's being petty because she was so certain that she wasn't going to get hanged. And then did. <laughs> that because she did, she's like, no. Yeah. Dead. You, right. Do like, you want to atone? <laughs> nope. Yeah. Like, she's we're trying being to help petty. you. Well, quit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here, B. This is right. my house. No, that was scary, though, when they said, whose who's building is this? Whose house is this? And it said, the, the beast. beast. Hello? Did you say Mr. Beast? Does he have money? I'm like, what? <laughs> do you know who Mr. Beast is? No. Oh, my gosh. He gives away everything. How do you not know who Mr. Beast is? He's the dude that would just randomly show up and be like, hey, uh, I'll give you $5,000 if you tell me your middle name like he makes the dumbest thing. he'll make like competitions and stuff where people actually have to work for it uh-huh or he'll just walk up and be like do you want a thousand dollars and you're like sure oh, yeah okay here you go and he walks off he gives people's car people cars money 
Whatever. Literally whatever. Mr. Beast, where are you? And he's like young. I say young. He's probably, I don't know how old he is, but I think he's younger than us. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know where he got, I don't know how he got this money. Maybe just like this, but. Oh. Whatever. He just has more money to do with than he knows. You know what I was just trying to say. Uh, So he just gives it away. So, Mr. Beast. That's what I was saying. Well, that's the old city jail, and that was South Carolina. That was fun. I knew it was going to get into some weird, uh, it could get in some weird territory. You did touch on the 54th. Um, Massachusetts Regiment thingy. Yes. Yeah. It, it was the first all African American regiment is what it was. Yeah. So, of course, a lot of them were in prison there. <laughs> yeah. And it they did talk about it in BuzzFeed Unsolved. They did go to a room where those people uh, where the soldiers were housed, that specific, those specific soldiers, and they didn't really get anything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I hope they have moved on. Like, God, what an awful place to be stuck in. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that, that was it. That's all I got. Good time. I like it. I like it. Oh, and then next week, where are we going, Kelsey? Do you know the alphabet? You can do well, it. Well, do we have, what's, what, this is, oh. I was going to say, is it going to be a first Thursday? No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. So I'm not going to tell you where we're going, silly. You I are can... correct. That's right. It's going to be. So do we have five Thursdays next month? <gasps> oh, we no. do. It's time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So next week is not the alphabet. It's going to be a surprise. Yay. Okay. Very excited. See you next week. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsothesaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsothesaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash or so they say pod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find Or So They Say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.